Greetings. You have wandered upon Broomstave Witchery, a podcast that explores all things pagan. My name is Sabrin Whitethorn, and I'll be your guide. So grab yourself some tea and come talk a spell with me. Well, Broomies, we have officially reached the first Thursday of 2022. And what better way to ring in the new year than to discuss an old friend? That's right. I'm talking about the murder blanket. In the very first episode, I discussed a dream of mine in which I went to Vegas, was taught the secrets of honey mustard and air frying hot dogs by food world goddess Anne Burrell, and traveled space and time to an elementary school that was being attacked by a rolled up giant version of my Chucky blanket, which was acting all alien and murdery. Thus was born the term murder blanket, which in turn gave birth to our very first contest within the podcast. Goddesses, that was a mouthful, but we got through it. And without further ado, the winner. Editor Smooge, a drum roll, if you please. Congratulations to Cassie in Maryland. I will have to disappoint you, Broomies, by not reading her dream interpretation, as it was actually of a personal nature. But I've decided to cater the prize to the winner. So Cassie, I'll be reaching out to you with a few questions and your prize will follow shortly after. I will divulge that the second place interpretation did have me laughing pretty hard, as this person referred to the murder blanket as an involuntary homicide tea towel, often confused with a manslaughter pashmina. I'm pretty sure I audibly snorted, but in the end, it didn't quite win out over Cassie's very thoughtful interpretation. So congratulations again to Cassie. I also want to thank everyone who participated in my first contest, and I'm sure we'll have many more in the future. A few episodes ago, in Hinduism and Introduction, I very, very briefly touched upon chakras and promised a full episode to feed your chakra indulgence, and here it is. It's not necessary to go back and re-listen to that episode in order to learn about chakras today. I touched upon it so briefly that you'll rehear that tiny bit of information. However, I will suggest listening to episode 8 if you're unfamiliar with or want to learn more about Hinduism, which is where the concept of chakras comes from, so I'll link it in the podcast description to make it easier to find. As discussed in episode 8, chakras are mentioned in the Vedas, part of the religious scripture of Hinduism from about 1500 BCE and are part of a connected energy system within the body. Chakra means wheel in Sanskrit and refers to each of the seven points within the energy system, which correspond to different nerves, major organs, and areas of the body that affect emotional and physical well-being. Each energy point is shaped like the petals of a lotus flower, is said to be associated with a specific sound from the Sanskrit language, and acts as a wheel that spins or vibrates with energy. The more balanced these points are, the higher the frequency of that vibration, until the petals open up like a lotus flower, and your chakras become aligned. You probably know a little more about chakras than you might think. 
If you've been to a yoga class or any kind of group meditation, you've probably seen posters that depict a human figure, usually standing or sitting in a meditative position, with circles or dots in the seven colors of the rainbow in a straight line running up their spine or center. Chances are high that you've seen this depicted in photos or artwork online, at holistic or natural food stores, and in various other places, even if you've never gone to yoga or had a meditation class before. One thing you may not realize is that there's actually 114 different chakras within the energy system, 112 inside our bodies and two outside. But typically, when you hear someone talk about chakras, they're referring to the seven most widely known. These are referred to as the major chakras. There are seven major chakras, 21 minor chakras, and 86 micro chakras in our bodies. First, let's discuss major chakras. Most people believe there are seven major chakras. Others believe there are 12, seven common, and five extended, which are less spoken about. Let's focus on the seven most common major chakras first. Root, sacral, solar plexus, heart, throat, third eye, and crown. Let's dive in. The root chakra is located at the base of the spine, in the tailbone area, specifically the pelvic floor and first three vertebrae. Its color is red and element is earth. It stands for physical identity, physical needs, stability, security, grounding, and right to live. It's connected with the adrenal gland and associated with bones and skeletal structure. A blocked or underactive root chakra can cause physical issues like arthritis, constipation, bladder, or colon problems, or issues with lower back, legs, and feet. It may cause emotional issues of insecurity or low self-esteem, neediness, fearfulness, and self-destructive behavior. Nightmares and anxiety can also occur. When it's balanced or aligned, it will result in being grounded and feeling secure, both physically and emotionally. It comes with feelings of high physical energy, health, and self-mastery. If you allow it to become overactive or too open, it could result in feeling overly materialistic, overly sexual, self-centered, or having you engage in foolhardy physical feats. Think of your root chakra as just that, roots, a foundation for your body. It's necessary to security and survival, much like the roots are necessary and stabilize a tree or plant. It's connected to the things that ground us and that support our basic needs, food, water, shelter, and safety, both physical and emotional. Scents associated with the root chakra are cedarwood, patchouli, and lavender. And crystal associations include bloodstone, tiger's eye, garnet, ruby, onyx, red jasper, and hematite. The yoga pose that activates it are wide-legged forward fold, malasana squats, mountain pose, and tree pose. The sacral chakra is located in the lower abdomen, just above the pubic bone and below the navel. Its color is orange and element is water. 
It means sexuality, desire, emotions, pleasure, creativity, and self-worth. The glandular connection are ovaries and testes, and his associated body parts are sex organs, bladder, circulatory system, prostate, and womb. If you allow it to be too open or overactive, emotionally unbalanced, a fantasist, manipulative, or sexually addictive. A blocked or underactive sacral chakra can cause one to be overly sensitive and depressed, feel unfounded guilt or fear, emotional instability, a lack of creativity, or feelings of being uninspired. Physically, it can cause sexual dysfunction such as low libido or cause issues with hormones and fertility. When it's balanced or aligned, we may feel expressive and compassionate, attuned, creative, friendly, passionate, and successfully fulfilled, while also having feelings of wellness, happiness, abundance, pleasure, and joy. When balanced, it makes one feel more vibrant, happy, positive, satisfied, compassionate, and intuitive. Scents associated with it are jasmine, rose, and sandalwood, and crystals include citrine, carnelian, tiger's eye, and sunstone. The yoga pose that activates it are pigeon pose, goddess pose, warrior two, crow pose, or standing poses like the triangle pose. The solar plexus chakra is located in the upper abdomen in the stomach area between the navel and the bottom of the ribcage. Its color is yellow and element is fire. It means self-esteem, confidence, will, social self, and power. A blocked or underactive solar plexus chakra often brings digestive issues like ulcers, heartburn, eating disorders, and indigestion. It's the chakra of our personal power, so it's related to our self-esteem and self-confidence. And when blocked, it brings insecurity, fears of loneliness, worry, and concern about how others see us. You may have difficulty making decisions and may have anger or control issues. It may also lead to apathy, procrastination, or becoming overly easy to take advantage of. A blocked solar plexus chakra will make us struggle with self-doubt and being our highest, most authentic selves. When it's balanced or aligned, you'll feel personal power, respect towards yourself and others. You may feel more energetic, confident, productive, and focused. If it's overactive or too open, you may become angry, have control issues, be judgmental, and superior attitudes may arise. A rampant ego, being power-hungry and egotistical, may also occur. This is said to be your source of individual power, ruling over self-esteem. It's the action and balance chakra that focuses on individual willpower. It's associated with all things metabolic, digestive, and stomach-related. Its glandular connection is the pancreas and adrenals, and its associated body parts are the digestive system and muscles. Scents associated with it are bergamot and cinnamon. And good crystals to use are yellow citrine, golden or yellow calcite, pyrite, and amber. The yoga pose that activates it are the boat pose, twists, warrior three, forward bend, classical cobra pose, and bow pose.
the heart chakra is located at the center of the chest, just above the heart, and incorporates the thymus gland, lungs, and breasts. Its color is green and element is air. It means love, compassion, forgiveness, and integration. A blocked or underactive heart chakra can show up in our physical health through heart problems, asthma, and weight issues. People with blocked heart chakras put others first often to their own detriment. When out of alignment, it can make us feel lonely, insecure, and isolated. Fear of rejection, feeling unworthy to receive love, and self-pity can occur and give way to grief, anger, jealousy, fear of betrayal, and hatred towards yourself and others. Being emotionally closed off and finding it difficult to get over past pain can be a result as well. And as a result, it could become hard to forgive and receive love. If it's overactive or too open, possessiveness, conditional love, being overly dramatic or over-dependency may occur, leading to being needy and jealous. When balanced or aligned, we're compassionate, love unconditionally, are caring, optimistic, friendly, and motivated. This chakra represents where the physical and spiritual meet and is all about the love. It's the awakening to spiritual awareness and forgiveness and represents our ability to love and connect to others. It's associated with the thymus gland, heart, chest, lungs, and circulation. Good scents to use are rose, bergamot, and melissa. Associated crystals are aventurine, watermelon tourmaline, jade, rose quartz, and malachite. And good yoga poses to activate it are backbends, reverse planks, upward-facing dog, half-bridge pose, and fish pose. The throat chakra is located at the throat, the base of the neck, thyroid, parathyroid, jaw, neck, mouth, tongue, and larynx. Its color is blue, and its element is ether or space. It means communication, inspiration, healthy expression, faith and the ability to communicate well, personal truth, etheric expression. A blocked or underactive throat chakra brings voice and throat problems, dominating conversations, gossiping, speaking without thinking, and having trouble speaking your mind are all as a result of a blocked throat chakra. One may hold back from self-expression, become unreliable in speech, and hold inconsistent views. Physically, this blockage can bring a sore throat, thyroid issues, neck and shoulder stiffness, or headaches. And if it's overactive or too open, you may become over-talkative, arrogant, dogmatic, and be overly critical or judgmental of others. When it's balanced or aligned, you'll speak and listen with compassion and feel confident in your speech because you know you're being true to yourself and your word. You'll have good communication, ease of meditation and speaking your mind, and it will enable creativity positive self-expression, constructive communication, and a sense of satisfaction. The throat chakra rules all communication. It's all about speaking your inner truth. It's connected with the thyroid and parathyroid glands and associated with throat, ears, nose, teeth, mouth, and neck. 
Associated scents are chamomile and myrrh, and crystals are lapis, lazuli, sodalite, turquoise, aquamarine, and kyanite. The yoga pose that activates it are fish pose, plow pose, and shoulder stand. The third eye chakra is located between the eyes on the forehead. Its color is indigo, and element is light or telepathic energy. It means intuition and imagination, reasoning, intelligence, insight, self-knowledge, extrasensory perception, and inspiration. A blocked or underactive third eye chakra may bring headaches, issues with sight or concentration, and hearing problems. You may have trouble listening to reality or become out of touch with intuition, becoming fearful of success, or have schizophrenic tendencies. You may have trouble accessing your intuition, trusting your inner voice, recalling important facts, or learning new skills. You may feel depression, anxiety, and physically feel dizziness and other brain-related health issues. If it's overactive or too open, you may become arrogant, have an overactive imagination, and find your clairvoyant skills so active that they can become overwhelming. When open and in alignment, you may be charismatic, highly intuitive, not feel attached to material things, and may experience unusual phenomena. Everything feels more vibrant and you're more confident, both spiritually and emotionally. The third eye affects your intuition and is responsible for all things between you and the outside world, acting as a bridge between the two. It allows you to cut through any illusions and drama to see the clear picture. It's said that meditating upon the chakra destroys the karma of past lives and brings liberation and intuitive knowledge. It's associated with the pituitary gland, eyes, and base of skull. Scents include hyacinth, violet, rose, geranium, and patchouli. Its crystals are amethyst, purple apatite, sapphire, purple fluorite, and labradorite. Yoga poses that activate it are the child's pose, dolphin pose, and eagle pose. The crown chakra is located at the very top of the head. Its color is violet. Element is thought and cosmic energy. And it means awareness, intelligence, spirituality, enlightenment, wisdom, transcendence, and universality. The crown chakra is linked to every other chakra and therefore every organ in the system, and so it affects not just all of those organs, but also our brain and nervous systems. It's considered the chakra of enlightenment and represents our connection to our life's purpose and spirituality. A blocked or underactive crown chakra may make us seem narrow-minded, skeptical, or stubborn constantly exhausted, unable to make decisions, and lacking a sense of belonging. We may feel apathetic and listless, have low energy, and feel a sense of being disconnected. When it gets imbalanced, one might suffer from a constant sense of frustration, melancholy, and destructive feelings. If it's overactive or too open, psychotic or manic depression, frustration, a desire for material belongings which cannot be sated, Greed and arrogance often arise, resulting in a disconnection from others and the universe. 
When open and in alignment, the crown chakra helps to keep all other chakras open and allows for the inward flow of wisdom and cosmic consciousness. It offers magnetic personality and peace with oneself. The crown is the center of enlightenment and our spiritual connection to our higher selves, others, and ultimately, the divine. It's connected to the pineal gland and associated with the upper skull, cerebral cortex, and skin. Scents associated are lavender, frankincense, and rosewood, and crystals include clear quartz, white jade, and diamond. The yoga pose to activate it is the headstand. This is where we would stop if we were focusing on the major seven. Some people believe there's an additional five major chakras that extend beyond the major seven into a 12 chakra system. The lesser known and less spoken about major five include the earth star chakra, which is located right below the root chakra underground, extending beyond the roots below the feet. Its color is brown. Crystals associated with it are tiger's eye and red jasper. It means focus, grounding, peace, connections with man and the forces of earth, and fulfill an important function for grounding. Some schools also describe several earth chakras or subpersonal chakras. The lunar chakra is located right above the seventh chakra. Its colors are silver and white, and it means a connection with the powers of the moon, connections with etheric realms, connections with the earth outside your body enlightenment, karmic therapy, communication with the spirit guides. Its crystals are selenite and moonstone. The solar chakra is located above the ninth chakra. Its color is gold. Its crystals are golden citrine and yellow topaz. The meaning of this chakra is that it contains the energy of life itself. The galactic chakra is located outside the body accessed with your hands and feet. Its colors are a mix of violet plus gold plus silver. Its meaning is to help you connect with the Akashic records and peace. Its crystals are ametrine or a combination of amethyst and citrine together if you don't have ametrine. The universal chakra is located just above the auras or chakras, both major and minor. It means universal unity or universal consciousness, and its crystal is the rainbow topaz. Once again, these last five are not always recognized or used. As you begin learning about chakras, my suggestion would be to start with the more known major seven. And if you feel the connection and desire to extend those major seven into a major 12, add them in later and begin working with them. This will allow you to familiarize yourself with the energies and associations of the major seven first. The 21 minor chakras, also known as secondary chakras, are powerful acupoints. They have similar properties to and help to fuel the seven major chakras based on their locations. These 21 minor chakras are further grouped down into 10 bilateral minor chakras that correspond to the foot, hand, knee, elbow, groin, clavicles, navel, shoulder, and ears. These groupings are as follows. Hand and foot are linked with the crown chakra. Elbow and knee are linked with the root chakra. Groin and clavicular are linked to the third eye chakra. 
shoulder, and navel are linked with the throat chakra, and ear and intercostal are linked with the heart chakra. Here is a more detailed breakdown of the 21 minor chakras. Each ear has a minor chakra, making two. There is a chakra above each of your breasts, bringing our total to four. There is a chakra above your breasts at the intersection of the clavicle, totaling six. There is a chakra in each of your palms, making eight total so far. There is a chakra in each sole of your feet for ten. Above every eye, totaling twelve. Every reproductive organ has one chakra each. Your liver has one. Your stomach has one. And your spleen has two. That's seventeen if you're keeping count. The back of each knee has one minor chakra. There's nineteen. Your vagus nerve at the thymus gland has one chakra that is minor, and near your solar plexus chakra is our final, for 21. I feel as though my standard closing on almost every episode is to say that there's far more information about this topic than I can fit in one episode. I swear, those words are pretty much going to be etched on my tombstone. There was far more than could be fit in just one episode. I feel like this is a great metaphor for life. But seriously, there is so, so much more to be said about the minor chakras and the micro chakras than I could ever fit here. There are a few books I found within my research that I intend to get and read, so perhaps we'll have a follow-up episode at a later date to go into more detail with the minors and the micros. Before we part ways, I'd like to give a small shout-out to various pagan accounts on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok that I find educational or entertaining, Etsy or online shops that are pagan-based, websites, books, products, and physical stores that are pagan-written, crafted, owned, and operated. This week, I'd like to shine my pagan spotlight on Golden Temple Health Foods and Cafe here in Birmingham, Alabama. Golden Temple has been Alabama's original natural grocery and vegetarian cafe since 1973. They have a beautiful variety of crystals, jewelry, incense, candles, books, clothing, supplements, herbs, grocery products. You can wander through the aisles and never quite see everything. The staff is friendly, patient, and knowledgeable. The atmosphere has amazing energy, and it's always just a pleasure to be there. I've never once felt rushed, pressured, or gotten any kind of bad vibes from this store. One full side houses the cafe, while the other half is for shopping. If you're in the Birmingham area, I highly, highly recommend Golden Temple. As always, I'll link their Instagram, Facebook, and website information in the podcast description. And Broomies, I hope 2022 is off to a great start for you all. See you next week. Thank you for conjuring up some time to spend with me today. And until next time, Broomies, remember, don't drink and fly.